That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you are new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. I'm Jean McDonald, and I am here with my good friend and co-host, James Dempsey. Hi, James. How are you doing today? And um, have you done your weekly review? Hi, Jean. I'm doing well, but no. Alas. <laughs> it's been... <I> have... <laughs> My inboxes are getting smaller. I've been getting things done. They come in and I get them done, but I have not looked at that big list of projects for a little while. Mm. I have to admit that only as I was saying, like, have you done your weekly review? I thought, wait a second. I meant to do a weekly review today, too. (laughs) But... I don't know. It's the holidays, and uh, over the weekend, there were some friends from out of town, and then a family get-together that was at my house, which I almost bailed on, because I haven't thrown like a full-on people-coming-over thing at my house since I had my knee injury, and I thought I was really in the middle of a text to my sister-in-law saying like, maybe we could have it at your house. <laughs> and then I thought, that's just, just do it, you know? And and so we did it. And it was hard, actually. You know, I think I, I was right that I'm not really quite up to it because anything, you know, involving getting the house in shape for people to come over and cooking and all that mm-hmm. is a lot of standing and walking and up and down stairs. So... Um, but I just said like, oh, well, it is, uh, it is what it is. <laughs> um, I, I mean, like I, I made a list like on a paper that day so I could have things to cross off and not forget the various parts of the house that needed some attention, plus the cooking, plus setting up my Christmas tree. And I didn't get to set up my Christmas tree, but then my, my brother's mother-in-law came over. She was first. And she is a very helpful and holiday-spirited person. And I said, so Sharon, would you like to set up the Christmas tree? (laughs) And she was very happy to do it. And I thought, yeah, I was stressed about not having Christmas tree ready before everybody got here. But it's my family. Like, Mm -hmm. they know. Well, and having a tree go up while at a gathering is, yeah, that's a nice thing, too. Yeah. And it's a small tree. I I it was one of my best purchases ever um like you know holiday discount right before christmas uh artificial tree that is maybe like 3 feet tall and mm-hmm. it has lights already on it. <laughs> so. Oh, very nice. It's not a Charlie Brown Christmas tree. <laughs> no, cuz it is artificial and it is uh it's, it's a little bigger. Although I have to admit, I've always wondered how that Charlie Brown Christmas tree went from, you know, three little branches with needles falling off to the beautiful decorated Christmas tree that they did to it, it at the end. It's an Magic. An- animated Christmas miracle. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So. And um, what one of the things that kept me away from my weekly review this week is uh, I went down to Disneyland for a few days um, to see it 
all decked out at holiday time, and they always do mm-hmm. such a nice job. And since I usually, usually, I always travel back to the East Coast um, for Christmas, I usually don't decorate my own house much because I'm not here to see it at Christmas, and the cat doesn't seem to care. Um, <laughs> so it's nice to go down to, to Disneyland and see all the decorations there. And this time um, I was uh, joined my our good friend, uh, Daniel Steinberg, uh, came and uh, we hung out at Disneyland for a couple of days. So that was a lot of fun. That's fun. I'm glad. It, I mean, I loved your photo that you sent me of the two of you in uh, Star Wars land. Oh, that's um, right, in front of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Yeah, that looks really cool. I have to get down there and see that one of the, one of these days. You do. Just, well, let me know. It would be great yeah. to show you around. <laughs> This is actually my second trip in uh, the this trip and the previous trip. I was both kind of serving as tour guide for mm-hmm. uh, Daniel had never been to D- Disney California Adventure before, nor the new uh, Star Wars Galaxy Edge. So it's uh, it's always fun trying to program manage and fit as much in during a day without exhausting yourself too much. So I think mm. I think we succeeded. Oh, um, good. <clears throat> Yeah, I think I'll give myself a, another couple months of knee recuperation so that I don't slow down the uh well, the I, tour. we we adjust <laughs> we adjust accordingly. Although it does seem like when I'm at Disneyland it's like 8 to 10 miles of walking a day. Mm. And so like my the rings on my watch are like 300% your move goal, 300% your exercise goal. Wow. Then I, then I get home from Disneyland and my watch is like, what happened? <laughs> you're you're usually further along. So I know. <laughs> but you know, it's uh you can it, it's it's easy enough to adjust for whoever happens to be yeah. in town. Yeah. Um and and in fact, uh that almost leads us to our topic this week. Um, which is the yeah. opposite of walking 10 miles a day. Uh, you're right. I was inspired by a, uh, a very short comment. Like, really, it's just one sentence on the blog of Patrick Roan, who is a um, fantastic writer and person and somebody I've gotten to know really well through micro.blog, but he's been blogging for a long time and podcasting. And I guess he's one of my idols. And He just said, like, as we prepare to enter these two busy times, don't forget to give yourself the gift of spending some time doing absolutely nothing this season. And I thought, oh, well, there's a topic we haven't discussed. That's right. Getting nothing done. (laughs) Getting nothing done. (laughs) GND. Okay. I have learned to appreciate this a bit over, you know, the last few years and the, the notion of not trying to make every minute, you know, or every chunk of time productive or even, you know, entertaining or necessarily relaxing, but just really doing nothing. Um, it's hard when you're used to doing stuff all the time. And I thought it would be interesting to talk about, you know, our relationship to the do-nothing uh, manifesto. <laughs> right. It's a manifesto. Well, there, 
There was going to be a manifesto, but... <laughs> right. Um, I think that, you know, definitely throughout, you know, my life, I have really strived to get as much done as possible, whether, um, you know, being in school or college uh, whatever, like always like either studying or even partying, but like never doing nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) and I definitely have learned to appreciate it a little more over time, uh, that sometimes, you know, I mean, I mean, there's nothing and then there's meditation or whatever, like those are two different things, but, um, I, I definitely, uh, like, to see my calendar not blocked up with a lot of appointments. Right. Um, and I used to feel very proud when I had a lot of appointments. You know, it's like, whoa, look at me. I'm getting so much done. I have all these important appointments to be at. But now I'm like, whoa, look at this date. There's nothing on the calendar. Yay. <laughs> so. No, I prefer uh, less um less if possible on the on the calendar and i have to say though i i think um i do nothing very well <laughs> um like i know there are folks who have a very like i guess some like the type a personality where you're always going and always i try to well i don't even try sometimes i just like i does a nap on the couch count as nothing Yes. Then, yes, I excel at doing that. Um, <laughs> yeah, napping is, I think, one of the great ways of doing nothing because you're you're napping, so you you can't get distracted by something if you are napping. That's true, and sleep is good for you. Um, they've shown it. There's studies. Yes, yes, and we all know we're not getting enough of sleep. But sometimes my brain doesn't want to do nothing when I'm asleep. So that can be exhausting. <laughs> I'll be like, brain, come on, enough adventures. Could we just like, could we have the the dream equivalent of sitting with a cocktail by the beach doing nothing? Yes. Well, sometimes I find it's tough to get your brain to turn off when you want it to. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's some days where it's a little tough to get your brain to turn on when you want it to. Like you're hoping to have a productive day and your brain is just not there. It's like, oh, well, and at which point, you know, you can try to get some things done. But if you're not in that, if you're not in that creative state, um, sometimes you can sit down and try to start and and like get the, get the creativity flowing. But sometimes Mm -hmm. you even do that and it's just not going anywhere. And at that point, it's probably better just to. Um, I don't want to say right off the day because that's different. It just your brain and body are telling you that there's so, they have another plan for you. In they mind. have another plan. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of my friends, um, who is a you know one of she's a coach, uh, a, a um, helping people you know to find their 
their path and their passion coach. And uh, I worked with her for a while, Pace Smith, and she said to me, well, a lot of people will say, well, to get things done, you just have to push, 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 you know, don't let mm-hmm. yourself, don't let up, don't give yourself slack. But I think it's more productive to rest, 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 flow. So rest as much as you need to, and then the flow will come, and then you'll get a lot of things done. And that is definitely the case for me. And resting can be a nap, or resting can be just uh, hanging out, you know, with your guinea pigs. I mean, that's not doing nothing, but it's about as close as you can do to doing nothing with, while still doing something. Um, I also think that, um, well, yeah, you can, there is always that, do you push through or do you kind of ease up? It also, at least for me, depends on the, con- like, is it a deadline? Is it a yeah. hard deadline? Is it, um, because I certainly push through if I need to. But mm-hmm. if I don't absolutely need to, then I probably don't because mm-hmm. it's probably healthier not to all the time. Um, but I would also say that uh, for me, like some folks seem to work really well like late at night and they can pull an all-nighter and get a lot done. Mm-hmm. And for the most part for me, if I'm hitting a – like if I'm hitting something frustrating, especially writing code, I'm so much better just – calling it a night, go get some sleep, wake up in the morning, and usually my subconscious, well, your subconscious is working on your problems <laughs> all night anyway. Yeah. Um, so usually I wake up, I have a much fresher perspective on the issue. Sometimes I wake up, I'm like, oh, I bet it's blah. And very often your brain's figured it out for you while you were asleep. Um, yeah. So for me, those those kind of and, and I've had that experience mo- enough times that uh, it's a technique I feel comfortable with. I've, I'm much more likely to go to sleep, get up early in the morning and get something done than I am to try to power through, like, really into the wee hours of night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it totally depends on what it is. Absolutely. You know, and sometimes it's just a thing where – it's sort of a, a handiwork or whatever on the, you know, like the manual labor of the internet where I'm just, you know, say editing photos, cropping, putting them in web pages and, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, gathering links and linking them up. You know, when I used to be a website designer, I would stay up very late, um, sometimes finishing a website, but, uh, the site had already been designed, you know, by me or by someone else. And it was really a question of just putting all the pages together. And it required a certain amount of awakeness, but not, it didn't require that, like, um, ability to think creatively about, you know, a problem. Mm-hmm. It was It was very clear what the steps were. So I will stay up late doing stuff like that that's not not you know taxing that part of the brain but yes i totally agree and sometimes i just look at the clock and i say okay if i go to bed now i can wake up at 
whatever, six o'clock, and, and I can get back to work on this problem. And as you say, sometimes your brain will have solved a lot of it overnight. So, um, Yeah, and I think during the holidays, though, it can be tough to actually do nothing um, mm-hmm. because you tend to have maybe more social obligations mm-hmm. and engagements to to attend friends parties family um where it's just go 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 and then for mm-hmm. me in a sense when i go back to new jersey as soon as i land until i leave my calendar is not my calendar <laughs> it's my sister's calendar yeah. which is cuz you know she she's there she's planning she knows sure. like for the folks who are there like she's in closer communication to everybody so um, and we don't really coordinate. I just kind of assume that the days will be planned. And sometimes, you know, we do have free days in there, but I, I kind of just let go and say, all right, it's going to be, um, what it is. And she always does a great job of, of arranging everything. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have one of those sisters. And, uh, well, really, I have two of those sisters. But <laughs> I uh, I love that sometimes because you do give up your uh, worrying about the endless planning with other people. Like, what do you want to do? Well, no, what do you want to do? Where do you want to eat? Da, da, da. It's all decided. <laughs> exactly. And and. Especially when it's somebody that you trust enough that you know you're you're perfectly comfortable kind of putting your your calendar in their hands for that that period yeah. of time. Um, yeah. Although honestly, that's it seems to be what people do when they come to visit Disney with me. Um, <laughs> oh yes, I would be perfectly happy um, to go follow the James schedule. Also, because I know, unlike my sister, you might put a, a slot in the calendar for a nap <laughs> I, it's quite possible well and it also varies on the the person and you know we we talk about you know we have a little mm-hmm. a pre-session um <laughs> but um but inevitably when we go back there will be days when there's 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 some downtime on the calendar and it's just nice to kind of hang out and yeah. just chat or since i'm usually they're on vacation, but they're still kind of getting work things done. Sometimes I just have some nice alone time, even though I'm visiting relatives. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I don't love, you know, hanging out with uh, mm-hmm. with folks, but um, it is nice to have that, that little bit of, of downtime, even during yeah. the holidays. Yeah, and I would say, like, you know, aside from, you know, gazing out the window or – sitting on a park bench, doing nothing, hanging out, like true hanging out time with no uh, goal or, you know, major preparation involved when you can hang out with your good friends or your your loved ones. That is a kind of doing nothing that I think is the most valuable thing of all. Agreed. Um, The... uh and those are some of the most fun times um and low key low stress um yep. and they're not goal oriented you're not accomplishing something yeah. um but you know on a meta level you kind of are accomplishing something um <laughs> which is just being 
being relaxed and at peace yeah. and in the moment. So, being a human being with other human beings, it's nice. Everyone should give it a try. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, I'm going to put a link. Uh, I mean, to Patrick's post, although it is that one sentence. But there's also an article in the New York Times um, with the title, The Case for Doing Nothing, that's pretty interesting. And uh, they, you know, pretty much what we have discussed here, uh, they give all the links to the scientific case for doing nothing. Um, And, you know, we want to encourage our listeners to uh, let us know how they do nothing <laughs> and what uh what you know what kind of things work for you um and especially in the holidays where we seems like we're always doing something we always have some detail whether it's gifting or travel or cooking or whatever to to think of to to think about giving yourself the gift of doing nothing excellent and with that i will say folks you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog and Twitter, we are at The Weekly Review. And you can email us at sayhello at theweeklyreview.fm. It would be great if you would rate or review this podcast because it helps new listeners find us. And it would be a nice Christmas present to us to see some new comments on our podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next Weekly Review. Thanks. Some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things